0: Welcome to the Make Disciples Podcast, a short weekly podcast where we will share topics, ideas, and resources useful to you in your effort to follow Jesus as a disciple. Welcome back to another episode of the Make Disciples Podcast. My name is Dan Rober, and joining me in the podcast studio today is one of our pastors here at Wildwood Church, Darwin box darwin good to have you here with
1: us hey it's great this is a great joy to be here with you dan and uh, to talk to podcast listeners yeah, out that, there <laughs> i guess this is your first time yes, being on is. our podcast that's exciting i should get some kind of gift or prize Ooh, I think. yes I, i'm sure i'm not I have sure some, what that would be but
0: <laughs> I have something lying around i'm sure that we can use there for those of you who don't are of our listeners who don't know you why don't you just take a moment to introduce yourself
1: Okay, I'm the pastor of Congregational Care here at Wildwood, and uh, just to care for and help other people care for our flock and people beyond in the community as best we can to show the love of Christ within the body of Christ, but even outside the body, to reflect Him in everything we do. We're available to help people. I say we because there's a whole cast of volunteers and staff that are available for people to uh, tap into if there's a need.
0: That's wonderful. And I know you've had a long career of uh, sharing God's love with people in a number of different environments. And actually, that's uh, why uh, I'm excited you're here for this particular podcast, because This season, we are talking about the doctrine of God, and we're saying, what can we understand about God? What can we know about God? Now, we'll never fully be able to comprehend God, but there are things that we can apprehend about Him that we can start approaching and learning about. And so today, we're going to get into two attributes of God. We're going to talk about the love and mercy of God, something that you've had to think quite a bit about as you interact with people especially in your time working with uh, hospice care and working with people at end of life care that's right so let's just uh, start with a pretty open ended question we know that god is love in fact first john 4 says god is love it's a pretty straightforward statement and some theologians will argue that love is the primary attribute of god that we can only understand the rest of his attributes in connection with his love, but at the same time, we also know that this very concept of love is distorted in modern-day society. So let's just start with this question, Darwin: What is love?
1: Well, you know, I'm glad you asked. I, in fact, uh, to talk about the the love and mercy of God is uh, just my great joy, and it's my passion because it points to Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is the embodiment of the love and mercy of God to a world that has not got itself quite ready for him, who've not cleaned up their act, who are not religious necessarily or sinless, but a world that needs desperately God in their lives. And he has come, uh, as we know, as people of faith, we believe in crucifixion of Christ, that he died on the cross for our sins. God goes to great length to pour out his love upon us and offer his love to us. And I want as many people as possible to know that and not miss out on it, because it has implications both in this life and in the life to come. I can't think of a bigger Problem the world deals with than sin we see it every day. If you still take a newspaper or if you watch the news or listen to the news, you're hearing stories about sin. And uh, God has an answer to sin. The blood of Jesus Christ will cover the sin and forgive us. In fact, wash us from all unrighteousness. And so, God has come to offer a gift of eternal life, of fellowship with Himself of forgiveness, and I want people to know this. Now, what is love? You ask the question, and I think it's really in described in 1 Corinthians. There's this verse, and I think everybody knows this verse, but let me read it. Love is patient and kind. Love is not jealous or boastful or proud or rude. It does not demand its own way. It's not irritable, and it keeps no record of being wrong. It does not rejoice about injustice, but rejoices whenever the truth wins out. Love never gives up, never loses faith, is always hopeful, and endures through every circumstance. That's 1 Corinthians 13, 4-7. And I think that's an accurate description of God for us today. And everybody needs this kind of love. You can't expect to, to receive that from anybody else, but God offers it through His Son, Jesus Christ, to anyone who would believe and put their trust in Him.
0: Hmm. That's a great description. In fact, I've heard people use that passage before, and wherever it says love, they actually put the word God in there instead yes. because... It is. God is patient and God is kind. And so it's a nice description of God's love for us. Now, these can be thought of as mere platitudes, but you've already moved a little bit in this direction. How can we know that God is love?
1: Well, yes. And and I mentioned this already. Again, I think as a groundwork of our podcast today, I want to continue to use scripture, 1 John 4, that you've mentioned already. God showed us how much He's loved us by sending His one and only Son into the world so that we might have eternal life through Him. Verse 10, this is real love, not that we loved God, but that He loved us and sent His Son as a sacrifice to take away our sins. Paul goes on to write, Dear friend, since God loved us that much, We surely ought to love each other. No one has ever seen God, but if we love each other, God lives in us and his love is brought to full expression in us. So that's in 1 John 4. And we can experience God's love through a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. As we turn to him, put our faith, our trust, in him, begin to rely upon him and ask him to forgive us of our sins, and then to to lead us every day in his paths, in his footsteps, that we might too be models for love, not only a model, but real love in action. As he has shown his love for us, we then now show it to others. That's, that's our passion.
0: Yeah. and. What I'm hearing from that is how, whereas frequently love can be reduced to some uh, nebulous feeling, what we're getting here is that love is much more in action. It's an expression, or to uh, borrow from uh, the band DC Talk, who I grew up with (laughs) in the 80s and 90s, love is a verb. It's something that we do. And so it's something that we can feel, but there's something that's real about it. And so when we're called to love Others, it has to do with our actions towards them as well. We can experience that love. We also need to show that love.
1: Yes. And Dan, I think in our own strength, our own power, our own wisdom, we'll always fall short. Okay. So, how can we demonstrate the love of God in this world as people? We're not God. Well, God given us as a gift of salvation, His Holy Spirit in us and gives us the encouragement and the strength and the wisdom through the Spirit to be able to make that action, to live out that verb, and to love other people through His strength, His wisdom, and not our own. We are totally dependent. As Christians, we're the most dependent people in the world. We're totally dependent upon God to strengthen us and guide us. Otherwise, We're not any different than the world.
0: Now, a New Testament scholar by the name of D.A. Carson wrote a very short book called The Difficult Doctrine of the Love of God. And his book gets into more of the specifics. And by the way, I recommend the book. It's great. But Darwin, why can it be hard to believe that God truly loves us?
1: Because we're still in this world, and we're dealing with the realities of every single day. There are disappointments in life that we all experience, and then the belief that God has not or will not answer our prayers. There are times of illness or suffering when you get tired or weak, your hope fades, your faith tends to fade, and you might say, God, if you loved me, you wouldn't let this happen to me. I'm not sure you do love me, and, or otherwise I wouldn't be in this mess. I think, Dan, what we're doing is we're, we're basing our beliefs on our feelings. How do we feel? I do that. It's natural. We do this, but we shouldn't. When we base our faith on feelings, uh, it's easy for God to appear to be far away uh, from us. We need to base our faith on facts, facts of God's Word. And God's actions, which we're talking about, His actions are, are pure love for us. And so as we come to His word, we're reminded and encouraged every day of God's presence, God's love, God's concern for us. And another scripture that comes to mind is Ephesians 3:17. Through 19 says this Paul writes, And I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, may have power together with all the Lord's holy people to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ, and to know that this love, this love that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. So, God is love, and uh, that's uh, great for us as humans, but we can't understand it. We know it's immense, it's eternal, it's unfathomable, it's inexhaustible, and particularly, I would use this word, it's sacrificial. And so as we remind ourselves of these things, we can remind ourselves of the deep love of God for us.
0: Yeah, I love that because Paul's prayer for the Ephesians there is our prayer for ourselves that we would truly come to understand God's love because we can always move deeper into a recognition and understanding of just how limitless that love is. Well, connected with the topic of the love of God is the mercy of God. Now, we should note the love of God is not divorced from his justice or holiness either, but those are topics for another day. Uh, So let's just talk about this idea of the mercy of God. What do we mean when we say that God is merciful?
1: You know, John Stott says that that mercy is compassion for people in need. And in this case, we're talking. It's compassion that's not just felt. We don't have just sympathies for people. It is compassion in action. And so God, as he has mercy for us, one of the biggest acts he makes towards us is giving us the mercy of his forgiveness, which is awesome and we desperately need. But Paul David Tripp, in a daily devotional, I would highly recommend you've recommended a book. I want to recommend a book. Absolutely. <laughs> and we don't get kickbacks for these books, right?
0: We haven't figured out how to do that. <laughs> Not eventually yet. Eventually we will. We'll, we'll yeah. figure it out.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, New Morning Mercies. I know several of the people here at Wildwood and, and in our community do use that. He reminds us of this verse: the steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. That is Lamentations 3, 22 and 23. Every day, every morning, new mercies come to us. We are people who are in need, and he provides that need by pouring out his mercy to us. Tripp tells this this consider what this passage says about who you are and what you've been given as a child of God. God's steadfast, faithful, and never-ending love has been placed on you, even though you could never have done anything to earn it or deserve it. But there's more to say about this love. He says it, it never ceases. God will never give up on you. He will never walk away in disgust. He will never regret that he placed his love on you. He will love you just as much on your worst day as he does on your best day. This gift of love in the form of mercy is yours forever. And so uh, he goes on, but I think we get the idea. And God loves to dote on his children, just like Dan, I happen to know that you have the privilege of knowing your children and how much they love you, but I also know how much you and Sarah love them, and you love to dote on them. God loves to just dote on us. He loves to surprise us with his good mercies, and he'll do it not only every day, but every hour. If we come to Him, if we open our hands to Him, if we if we stop and pause and consider Him, if we look to the cross, if we look to Jesus, we'll know His love.
0: Yeah. So we've covered a lot of things here um, related to the love and mercy of God, and it's all been great. But I do want to land the plane with just one uh, more question, Darwin. It's simply this: So what? I mean, yeah. God is love and God is merciful. How does that change our day-to-day lives?
1: It radically changes it. I have the ability to lead a, uh, a desperate, miserable life all by myself. But with God's strength, I can possess a joy and a zest for life that I would not otherwise have. I can have a hope that is based on real solid ground, the ground of of God's Word and God's actions for me and for you, Dan, and for many of our listeners out there. And it's available to everyone who would turn to Christ. and, And it's available to us, those of us who know Him and walk with Him every day. And does it make a difference? Absolutely. I'm finding... A need to confess my sins, and I have a father who will listen to me. I have a need to to find greater resources outside of my own, a greater wisdom, a greater strength. And the Lord provides that to me as I seek Him. and there's a, a plan and a purpose of God in this world. We can be a part of that plan and purpose to bring His love to more and more people. It's an awesome privilege to, to know the love of God and a passion, I think, for every believer to be able to share that as a gift. We, we receive it as a gift from God, and then we have the privilege, the high call and privilege of being able to be a part of sharing that gift with others. Uh, just like we received it.
0: It's a good word. And with that, we are going to wrap up this episode of the Make Disciples podcast. So, Darwin, thank you for joining us for this episode. So glad you could be here with us.
1: Thank you, Dan. It's been a kick for me and uh, love working with you and the staff here at Wildwood. We have a great church and uh, very thankful to be here today. Yeah.
0: So we look forward for you, our listeners, to join us for our next episode. Thanks for joining us for the Make Disciples podcast. We would love it if you would subscribe, leave a review, and spread the word. This podcast can be found in Apple Podcasts and Spotify. This podcast is a ministry of Wildwood Church in Tallahassee, Florida. Please join us again for our next episode of Make Disciples.